The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, none other than Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, who's one on this list? Um, Mount on, well, I can take Mount on, but right now, you have to talk to me very nice. My baseball team has one night in a row. So, you know, the baseball pundits probably didn't expect this from us. So, you know, we're, we're playing 500 ball now, and, you know, we are red tang. We'll be ready. The All-Star break is coming up, and we got this two-game series in Chicago, and we got the we ended the first half in Tampa. So we're trying to go out on blazing and go to the All-Star break, being the hottest team around. Don't, don't, so talk to us very nice. That's what happens when you get to this part in the summer as a sports fan. You have to hold on to anything you can because there's not much going on out there. But shout-out to the Orioles. Doing their thing. Glad to see that good young squad of guys coming around, maturing, pitching, coming together, and uh, giving people like Mo to the underscore Reese something to be invested in until their Ravens hit the field uh, later this month and in the month of August. So, Mo, we're here to talk about your favorite show, my favorite show, Monday Night Raw. Is our favorite show? Not really. It's just a show that we're obligated to talk about at this particular recording, so that makes it our favorite. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I, do have, I do have some. I, I do have some questions. I didn't watch all of the show because I was out on a mission, and my mission failed. Uh oh. So I caught some of the stuff, but so I, I read some recaps and I had some questions on some things that. Okay, well, we'll save all of that where you can find this stuff for the end because I want to hear what these questions are. So we opened up with a recap from SmackDown with Roman Reigns saying things pick up when the big dog comes around. So here comes Brock Lesnar to officially get us going on Monday Night Raw. Brock says, God bless Texas, and even takes his hat off to show appreciation to the people. Brock talks about how Roman Reigns has been living high on the hog. And at SummerSlam, the hog is going to get slaughtered, like Lesnar's does on his ranch. Violence is promised, and then here comes Paul Heyman to interrupt. Lesnar says, speaking of the hog, Heyman talks about how Lesnar is a monster, but the fans start chanting Heyman sucks. Lesnar says the payment is going to say anything worthwhile, sending Heyman to a rant about how this match plays in Lesnar's hands. 
We hear about how Lesnar is a killer and someone who will destroy everything. Reigns is approaching 700 days as Universal Champion, and that is a streak Lesnar won't break. Heyman will have Reigns ready, even if that means reaching up Lesnar's ass and ripping out his heart. Lesnar isn't sure what to make of that, but here's Theory to interrupt. Theory promises to win the title at SummerSlam, but Lesnar tells him to come on down here and they can do it right now. We see a clip of Lesnar beating Theory up in the Elimination Chamber, uh, which he threw him, F5'd him off the pod, if you remember that. Uh, so Theory says, uh, this is what could happen to Roman Reigns. It could happen to Brock Lesnar too. And then here comes the Alpha Academy for distraction. Gable's chop block just annoys Brock, and the ring is cleared out with no trouble. Then Lesnar F5's Otis through the announcer's table for a bonus as we go to commercial break. This isn't one of my questions. Yes, sir. But I wonder, that's it's not one of my questions. Okay, I okay. Wonder, I wonder if Peter um, drafted a letter because he said they, they um, slogged hogs and everything. I don't think Peter cracks down if you use animals for nourishment. I think they only crack down if you use them. No, no, they they, they crack down for nourishment. Like if you um, like they always talk about um, like when they they always make those things saying though. Know, why would you eat his friends or don't eat his or you know he, what 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 am I eating you or something like that? They they crack down the nurse, but he he says slaughter the hogs. I was like, I saw one of the people that repeated that same thing. It was kind of funny. I mean, it was kind of funny, but at the same time, you know, we've seen crazy things happen. Uh, Rey Mysterio takes on Finn Balor in our first match. The 619 connects, but Balor avoids the frog splash. Rey crucifix pins him for a two count, but Finn Balor is back up with something close to the 1916, and then the coup de grace finishes off Rey Mysterio. Finn Balor is your winner. They're really trying to post Dominic and get him to join Judgment Day. Yep. But... Um, I can drop one of those questions here for you. I think we probably asked this a week or two ago, but we won't ask it again here. Mm-hmm. Because it, it begs the ask. Uh, Judgment Day, fish out of water without Rhea Ripley? Oh, definitely. Right. Definitely. Uh, fish out of water without Edge, the person who had the, the <laughs> freaking direction and the thought for it. But right. definitely, uh, because... Damian Priest is okay on the mic, but he's just okay. Edge he's is fine. yeah, Edge is great on the mic, and Rhea Ripley is just okay on the mic, and Finn Balor is like so so on the mic. So if you remove Edge, who is great on the mic, and then just have those three, like I said before, the only way that they could really get over is that they have to be very physical because they they're not great talkers. But they're physically, you know, beating people up, jumping people in the back, you know, doing that type of stuff. They can get over that way, but it's going to be harder without Rhea Ripley for them to get over that way. Because she's their kind of wild card, you know. 
because she could toss around Rey Mysterio, but Rey Mysterio necessarily couldn't hit her. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that yeah. that it's, was you see you see that the presence is just missing, and they're trying hard, but it's just not going for me. I know a lot of people are happy to see um heel Finn, but not in the faction. He doesn't need a fact. If he if he's gonna be the faction, like Bullet Club, right? See, the way Bullet Club really worked is Finn wasn't the strongest personality. He was just the smartest one. You get what I'm saying? Everybody else had the big personality: Gallows, Anderson, Tamatanga, um, um, Pimp Juice. I can't even think of his name right now. All those guys had the charisma. But Finn was just a calculating one. And that's why it worked. This, he doesn't have that same vibe. So Becky Lynch, um, she comes out before we see our Raw Women's title match. She gets on the announcer's table and rants about how she should have gotten her rematch, but didn't have a shortcut like Liv Morgan or a title shot like Carmella is getting tonight. Becky gets where she goes because she is that good and works that hard. So tonight, she is a demanding the title shot at SummerSlam. So Raw Women's title match, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Carmella low bridges Binky to the floor, and then Carmella rakes her eyes. That earns Carmella uh, getting ran into the post, and then Binky throws her back on the inside. Well, Becky gets up from the announce table to distract Bianca Belair, and she gets counted out, so Carmella is your winner. After the match, Carmella hoes up the title, and then Binky chopped it in the throat and put her in the KOD for touching her property. Exactly like she should have. Yeah, so they definitely are still building towards Becky and Bianca either at SummerSlam or the castle. The castle. Um, and Becky, and so Carmella's gonna you know claim you know that you know she has um she has um a claim to you know. Being in, a, being in a title match and everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is kind of payback for Bianca when Bianca won at, at um, Money in the Bank and she attacked at the end of the bank. So she got her comeuppance when she had she won. So payback to, you know what? Did you see the comments Bianca made today about her SmackDown title run? Uh-uh. How she felt disappointed about it uh, was so short and uh, just you know didn't yeah. have any really but, but he, inspiring feuds. She did. She didn't. But it set her on another legendary run. Mm-hmm. Get back to the top. So she she won back to back titles at WrestleMania. So I saw I saw what creative was doing with her on that aspect. But we were, yes, we were all upset at WrestleMania. I mean. We talked about that, and we were not happy. Yep, yep, yep. 
Um, we see the vignettes that we've been seeing for the past few weeks. Same one uh, with all the imagery, black and white. People are still trying to throw that swerve out there that is Bray Wyatt when they clearly are telling you it's Edge. Um, so here are Miz and Chopper for Miz TV. Uh, Chopper, no music, no introduction. He's just right there in the ring when Miz TV starts. Uh, Chopper wants to open eyes around here, and Miz can help him do that better than anyone else. This sends Miz to a rant about Logan Paul, who has posted a video saying that he is still coming for the Miz. That doesn't work for Miz, who offers Paul one more chance to be his partner, or he'll just team with Chopper, and they'll go out and win the tag team titles. AJ Styles comes out to say that Miz has found someone to do his dirty work, which sounds like the actions of someone with, and the Miz is like, don't you dare. AJ calls him a coward with tiny, tiny testicles. Styles clears the ring and hears Ezekiel to interrupt. He says his brother Elias talks about how Styles really is phenomenal. He was almost as insistent about that as he was about Miz having tiny testicles. Ezekiel has been talking to Adam Pearce, and the scheduled handicap match is now going to be a tag team match. So that puts us Ezekiel and AJ Styles versus Chopper in the Miz. The short DDT plants AJ, but the fireman's carry net breaker gives AJ Styles a two count with Chopper making the save. AJ puts on the calf crusher until Chopper makes another save. Chopper hammers away on Styles until he's disqualified. After the match, AJ hits Chopper with a phenomenal forearm on the floor as Miz runs away. So, this was no. Talked about this last week, them putting them two together. And I just still find it odd that Chopper was the man in NXT, Triple H is NXT. And now he has to play second fiddle to uh, Miz. Even though Miz is not, you know, Miz is quite the heel, the dastardly heel and everything, but he doesn't need, um, he doesn't need um, his assistance to get over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. Well, remember you asked me a couple of weeks ago if Chopper running with Miz was a good thing for him. Mm-hmm. And I said, it, the only good thing about it is it puts him in a position where he's going to be against some really good guys talent-wise to wrestle. Is going to be in the upper mid car, but right. I did say that we did that last week. Yeah, but if they, but if they, if they don't treat him like he's somebody, they just, I mean, man, they even had no who, uh, who, uh, who does Miss TV and never gets a chance to come down with their music. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's a yeah. little thing, but it makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like if you're going to present him. To be somebody that's a killer or, you know, whatever, at least take the time to let him come down and everybody have all eyes on him. Let the announcers hype him up. Get Talk about, hey, you know, former two-time NXT champion, one of the toughest competitors, you know, in NXT, you know, what's he doing with The Miz? You know, hype it up. Right. But they, they, they fail to... To, to do the little things like that that can make somebody feel special. 
talking about special, Riddle talks to Bobby Lashley about their tag match with Seth Rollins and Theory later in the evening. Before that, maybe they can watch Stranger Things together so Riddle doesn't get scared. Lashley says he's going to warm up instead. Uh, then we get Alexa Bliss and Asuka taking on Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. Uh, I know y'all know how this ended. Alexa Bliss hit her DDT to pin Nikki Ash. Uh, was there any doubt that Alexa Bliss and Oscar were winning this match? <laughs> Poor Dewdrop. So much Another potential. Could Another be, one. Could be a, a, a huge monster, huge heel in the company. Mm-hmm. She could be the Vader of the women's division. Just yeah. roughing up people, squashing people. Leaving them with the the, 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 the you know the, 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 the crushed windpipes and chest plates and ribs and, and internal injuries. They could do the old earthquake and Hogan angle with Dewdrop. You know, but no, they don't have that type of foresight in them. Nikki Ash needs to go back to being crazy Nikki from Sanity. Because this superhero thing is, is over and done. Need to go ahead and give it back to Molly Holly. <laughs> Tell her thank you. Uh, we look back at the Street Profits getting uh, Montez Ford getting his shoulder up against the Usos at Money in the Bank, but they still got the loss. Jay Uso and Montez Ford, they're about to have a match, but before the match, the Usos brag about how great they are. This brings out the Street Profits to be rather serious and say that they're going to win at SummerSlam because they want to the smoke. But now here comes R-Truth to say he needs to serve serve as a counselor here. That isn't going to work for the Usos unless R-Truth can be the referee for the SummerSlam match. Well, actually, he is a certified WWE referee, so he demonstrates his refereeing abilities. Jimmy calls R-Truth a clown, so R-Truth is ready to fight. A handicap match is set up, but now here comes Amos and MVP. MVP thinks Amos should be the referee, but R-Truth doesn't think Amos can count to 10. MVP is like, neither can you, Truth. The Prophets are in, and R-Truth is in, complete with a Remember the Alamo reference, so Amos and the Usos knock everyone down without much trouble. So we got a six-man tag team match. Street Prophets and R-Truth taking on the Usos and Amos. Amos gets ran into the post, and a doomsday device with the back elbow instead of the clothesline from the Street Profits gets a two-count on Jimmy with Jay making a save. Dawkins hits the spine buster, but Amos tags himself in for the choke bomb, and he pins Dawkins. So the Usos and Amos are your winners. Um, our truth out here making the most of his TV time as usual. He got to. He saved that segment. <laughs> you didn't think the back and forth promo was that strong? I mean, it was good, but he still saved it with his brand of comedy. Yeah, Street Profits and Usos ain't got the same chemistry as New Day and, and Usos, where they can oh, just no. they can just get in there and do and say anything and it's entertaining. But they have a hard time not laughing at each other because they know it's going to be so good. Uh, when, when, when the Usos pulled up, someone said, you won't get all X-ray like your man Woods here. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Everybody's just like, that's fucked up, but... 
truth is the truth. The truth is the truth. So, so that's they bring, the whole, they, they bring up the X-rated thing, and then the new day will bring up the whole um, DUI thing. I said, "Bring up for for the jugglers." Like uh, Ricky Starks told Swerve and Keith Lee, we we proved to y'all we can end y'all's career on these mics and in this ring. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that last week? Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh my gosh, Ricky Starks lost it though. He was like, yo, he was like, he's like, we, no, he was like, we proved we can end y'all's career on Twitter and on these mics. He was like, but y'all don't want that. And he was like, y'all keep sleeping on us, and I'm sick and t- I mean, he. Blue uh, gas. He snapped. He snapped. Yeah, it was good. He was like, and like Swerve was like talking, but he was, and like the camera was going back and forth and it's kind of picking up what Swerve was saying. And so it switches to Swerve and he says something and whatever he said just makes Ricky starts really snap because he's he's in the middle of his sentence and he just does a straight Ric Flair. I'll beat your ass. I swear to God, I will beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yo, he is on it tonight. This is good stuff. Seth Rollins is ready for his tag team matchup, but he doesn't think much of Riddle attacking him last week. Riddle is just a bro that Randy Orton felt sorry for, and now there is no Randy to hide behind. Rollins moves on to talking about Cody Rhodes, but here's theory to ask for money in the bank, cash, and advice. That works for Rollins, and they go off for chat. I do admire Theory seeking out some game to soak up. You know, I'm all about people taking time to soak up game. I mean, look, Carmelo Hayes been soaking up that game from MVP. Look at him. Yeah, I said it, Miss Jupiter Julep. Look at him. Okay. This is why this is why you gonna have heat on you again. <laughs> I'd be fan of the flames, I know. But yeah, man, you gotta you gotta as a young guy like Theory up in this game, first time you ever experienced this, you know, you gotta you gotta soak up as much game as you can, man. You gotta get as much knowledge as, as possible from people who have been where you've are, uh been where you currently are and have been successful and, and done the things that you're trying to do. I admire that in the young boy. Oh, okay. Because we got a lot of these young kids out here that don't have no respect for nothing, want to just do it on their own, think that mm-hmm. they, you know, invented every everything and every solution and every problem hey. that's ever come into their life. But, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to lean on the people who can help them. So, yeah. Shout out to Theory for that. Uh, we look at the Miz calling out Logan Paul earlier in the night. Paul has responded, and he wants Miz one-on-one at SummerSlam. He says he'll be there next week, and it's going to be awesome. All right, here's another here's one of my other questions. Uh, Logan Paul, he wants to be booked as a face, but will he get, will he get the heel heat to go away, Xbox heat? Xbox heat. Man, he going, unless they, like, beat him and he bleeds he's gonna get booed out of the building and even if they beat him up and he bleeds they still might cheer the Miz and Ciampa or whoever does it so it's a very slippery slope with that dude cause he's just not 
likable. You know, there's 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 nothing about the Paul brothers that comes off as just genuinely likable. And yeah, it's gonna be a hard hard one eighty to get the people to to wholehearted, wholeheartedly cheer for him. I will be going there. Main event time. Bobby Lashley and Riddle taking on Seth Rollins and Theory. Hot tag to Riddle for the Randy Orton comeback on Austin Theory as Lashley spews Rollins through the barricade. Theory blocks the RKO and rolls Riddle up with his feet on the ropes, only to have Dolph Ziggler, who came out during the match to sit at ringside, shove them off. The RKO gives Riddle the pin on Theory. And then after the match, Dolph Ziggler super kicks theory to end this show. Alright, here's another question. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, do they keep the best option in getting theory over? <sighs> well, you know how they always when they see it for somebody they always gotta give them somebody that they consider as a workhorse in ring to just kind of test them because this is probably so in in at some point theory is going to have probably this long 15 20 minute match with Dolph Ziggler and that's going to be his like test run to see if he's worthy for the championship or not or one of the titles or something like that so I think that's what they're doing same thing where you know Carmelo Hayes wrestles Adam Cole and um, like Kushida and back-to-back weeks. Like, okay, yeah, they really see it for him. Or like all of a sudden, Montez Ford gets back-to-back weeks where he wrestles Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Like, oh, okay, yeah, they see it for him. So this is kind of Austin Theory's version of that. Like, okay, you're going to get Ziggler because they know Ziggler is professional and he's going to put on a quality match and he's going to test you. And if he says you can go and you can, and you're good, then, you know, they trust that and they'll move on. Kind of like the same thing he did for Brian Breaker, you know, like we think he's got something, but you come down here, do a program with him and work with him for eight weeks and, and, and give us a report. On, on, on what he needs, on what he needs to work on, and what he's got, and I think that's what they're doing with Austin Theory and Ziggler. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So uh, this is about a middle of the road Monday Night Raw. Not much really happening. Doesn't seem like SummerSlam is two weeks away. Um, n- you know, seems like a bunch of rematches and rehashes from Money in the Bank so far um, but we'll see what comes about on uh, Friday and through the next week of, of wrestling shows on how they build this card um, you know it's basically a, a one match pay per view right now Brock and Roman last man standing last time quote unquote for the universal title with the presence of theory hovering over them um, in such a, you know, knockdown drag out contest that you know they're going to have, they're going to be so vulnerable. So, you know, we'll see how the booking and the uh, 
the story plays out. But now it's time for everybody's favorite part of this episode. The Mo Meltzer news segment. Mo Meltzer news segment. Not much really to talk about um, in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, Real quick, uh, one more question I had. Do you think that um, Braun's this um, face turn for him is still good or feeling a bit stale? Braun? Not Braun, um, Brock. Brock. Um, I mean, it's Brock, dude. He ain't gonna stay around long enough to get stale. So, I think it's, I think it's still fine. People still pop. You know what I'm saying? They don't let him go too far on his promos before Paul comes out there and interrupts him. So, you know, they're definitely being careful with it so it doesn't go stale. But, yeah, the people, I mean, that's basically the story of WWE is nobody currently can get the people to get on their feet like Brock, Rock, Austin, Undertaker. Those guys haven't wrestled in 20 years. That's the problem, though. Like, consistently been a part of the the traveling roster for 20 years, and that's the problem. Gotcha. But, no, I don't think it's, I don't think it's still. I think it's still, still okay. working. Um, Cowboy Brock. So, real quick, because not really much to talk about, but the final four for the SBCG for the WWE moment, um, you have um, Cody returning back to the WWE. Okay. Um, Undertaker being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin stunning um, Vince Theory and Pat McAfee. And Big E cashing in Money in the Bank briefcase to win the championship. And who cashing in? Big E. I'm going to have to go with Big E personally. Okay. What you got? Um, Definitely going with Big E. Yeah. That was was our, like, next to Kofi. That was our like moment right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, um, Vince McMahon, current, um, you know, his heel, you know, opponent is the Debauchy Journal. <laughs> they have um, you know these more allegations um, to load more, about more allegations that he was involved in for one I know one that we particularly saw was the it was the ex-talent that mm-hmm. was he's back in 2005 mm-hmm. what did y'all uh, Twitter sleuths come up with I believe Anwar was discovered as three people that didn't make it. I like to go back and find the tweet. I really don't play going through right now, but it was like we found three that didn't make it. Mm. Okay. Um, 
Um, so John Cena has a Emmy nomination. Um, he's making see the Emmy nomination. Uh, for what? Peacemaker, the show. Oh, 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 Peacemaker. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, that's right. That's what's up, man. His transition has been a little bit different than Rock's. He's, you know, conquering the smaller screen. Mm-hmm. He's had some roles in the movies, but he's kind of been the, you know, the the secondary guy, the funny guy, but not the the lead guy like the Rock has been. But in these small screen roles, though, he's been killing it. And not to mention the voiceovers. He's going to be the new... Uh, What's the guy from um, 24? It's gonna be him, just voicing over everything for the next 20 years. Yeah. Um. Oh, so um, Dave Meltzer came up in the, in, in the news today. He um reported that EO though he spaced that EO with one foot out the door because she um still had signed her contract. Mm-hmm. So EO responded with the rumors and like the sick the sick growing up emoji face all of that. Mm-hmm. So if you look, look at her point of view, she basically said she's not going away and we would definitely have like, you know, some kind of notification saying that she was gone from NXT. Mm-hmm. She's been out for you know, a couple of months. Yeah. Well, you know Dave Mills will be getting that secondhand information anyway. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Jordan Grace came under fire, um, made comments about Chris Benoit. She made comments about Chris, about Chris Benoit, how he shouldn't be brought up in the, in the names of the great ones, um, of the great ones in wrestling history. You know what happened? Um, he unalived him himself and his wife, Nancy, and his son, his younger son. So, July, people always get crazy when it comes to uh, Chris Benoit. Right. And she was basically just, you know, speaking her mind. And next thing you know, she made a donation to a charitable organization. <laughs> so she got bullied and donated money. Like, all right. Yeah, it's always a very slippery slope when people start talking about Benoit, man, because it's. It's a it's such a it's such a tough thing to navigate around, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's tough to separate the wrestling career from the real life tragedy, you know? Right. It's just tough. Right. Um Let's see. 
Oh yeah, so you know the whole world is about to drop on our heads this week. You over here searching and pausing. Yeah, I mean, just trying to um. Yeah, it's just nothing really. Nothing really. Needle, huh? Nah. Well, you know, every week can't be a well. That's good, man. I mean, considering you know we're waiting on these next round of allegations from Vince, it's probably best that nothing really is is taking center stage right now to get people's focus off of that. You trying to get that? You trying to get the, the um the trying to get the the, the stink off of him? Mm-hmm. He hoping somebody mess up or do something stupid, so it can take the 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 the, the focus off of him. Yeah. So, looks like the Selena Vega is gonna have a new look. I don't know if this is a new look, mm-hmm. or a new look, a new look for in the ring or something that's going on. Okay. I'm so sure. Um, somebody else who definitely could benefit from getting a real push and having somebody really sit down and think about some long-term booking for her. I mean, I know she's smaller, so it makes it harder for certain things, but Zelina Vega's very capable. She definitely could be back in a, a tag team, and they could be a good heel tag team champions again. But you know they put those belts and threw them in the trash. <laughs> like Medusa, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just you know, it's just this one. It's a lot that's just going on. A lot, a lot of things that people feel that shouldn't be touched and shouldn't go on. Um, I said, well, Raw was, was there. I was all right this week. I guess my mother's stuff, her old stuff. No, not my mother. That's my mother's old stuff. I don't know. I'm not talking about my mother. Anyway, um, Raw was good this was 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 it this week. Um like I said I was on a mission to get something, but my mission failed and um I really didn't watch. But like I said I really wasn't in the mood to really just watch any rub lesson. You know, just like you said, just kinda like we're in a in a, in a rut right now for the summertime. But Dolph turned the um face the first time in five years was was a hot button topic. Um the yeah, I could definitely see that just because, you know, I, I made the joke, um, in case of emergency, break glass, and, and there's Dolph Ziggler uh, for whatever you need him to do. Um, you know, they just br- dust him off, break him out the mothballs, and be like, okay, we need you in the spot right here. And then he does what he needs to do, and then he goes back into where he came from. Um, but, yeah, it's been a long time. 
since he's been, you know, a face. And we'll kind of see how this comes off. He looked rather smug uh, when he was uh, doing his deal with Theory on Monday. So we'll see how, you know, his promo goes and once he kind of explains his actions. Uh, we'll see where the, uh, where the direction is headed after that. So, um, apparently, I'm just reading different timelines, different headlines. Um, Santino Morella, he runs a promotion in Canada. He has said that Marty Spurls from that kid. What? Mm-hmm. Dang, I ain't heard that name in like four years. Hey, he fumbled. Lost all the day. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get the booker. He was about to be the booker in ROH. He was about to be a part of AEW. He was big in Japan. And all of it went down the toilet. He bought it. Nope. So That's just remember life. that, Mo. When you, when you negotiate and you start making that um, that that um, that graduate school money, remember how to act, man. Of course. I don't want you to lose it all. No. I'm not doing anything crazy. This is like people lives in your hand. You got you to pay money. It's even to do the applications to get the license and stuff, so not taking this light at all. Okay, all right. Just remember, don't do nothing to it. Because I got too many people invested, so I would definitely have problems with my hands if I was <laughs> fucked up. All right, that's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, so can we um? So can we talk? Can I mention? Can we mention? You mentioned the the the, 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 the heel turn on NXT tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, you can talk about that. Yeah, might as well. We'll give. I'm not going to talk about it. I, it was just me and Simi. You'll hear about you'll hear about this from Simi um, later on this week. But most dangerous you know, place we, ever. The most dangerous place ever. The NXT parking lot. That's right. And as soon as we saw. You know, Roxanne was laying there. It was like, and how Core was reacting. I was like, yeah, these girls about to get split up already. So stupid. Why do they waste? I was like, I was like yeah, these girls about to get split up already. He, he can come talk about something. Why are you trying to put uh, Roxanne through the barbershop window? I said, hey, me. This is um, the HBK booking. And so, um, Miss Ashley Love was like, no, it's Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I'm like, listen, I said, no, it's never. I said, somebody turned on somebody, somebody. And I said, well, I said, well, I said, well, Core, Core is definitely acting, is acting weird, you know, acting too, con- a little too concerned. So, and as soon as that happened in the, um, in the main event, I was like, see? It's some bullshit, man. You, you, you all talking about some 
barbershop window. I'm like, nah, bro. This is happening already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wasn't expecting, like you said, I wasn't expecting it. So I was, I was more expecting Roxanne uh, Perez to end up having too many titles. I did not expect to see what happened tonight happen at all. You're like, ain't gonna do that. Nah, at least not this fast. What's the reason? You're right. What is the reason? But it's not our booking homes. Both of me and Simi called it. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, I've got the court date booking to concern here. It's going to come out that she has something to be in. That's what happened. It holds the, you know, the, 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 before, before the, the, promo afterwards, I brought you in. This is how you were paying me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time somebody turns. I brought you into this world. I can take you out. Currents do say that. So. Yeah, especially when they done yoked you up after you done tested their okay. limits. They tell you they can break you in and take you out. That you worry. Mm-hmm. Definitely have your word. Mm-hmm. Well, you got any um, the lineup for main event? Oh, I just got main event. They didn't have everything posted for um, the other show. Okay. So main event is Tamina Snooker versus Jasmine Amara. She's in Hatchman Talent. And next one is Mustafa Ali, main event Mustafa. Versus uh, Tazawa. On the strength of Tazawa and Ali, I checked that out. Oh, wow. Yeah, I checked that out. Yeah, it would definitely throw the bangle. Yeah, yeah, you know that. Especially if they give them 10, 12 good minutes, let them kind of get in there and work up a good pace. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't have a hell of a match. Yeah. Well, I guess at this point, I'll turn it over to you, sir, for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Dawn, for another episode of the Cane. Um, wasn't much of a bell bouncer front, but. Um, Never like like you said like clap work clap work something will drop they go on the street. Oh yeah. Like the the bleach, the bleach report, the bleach report notification will go off and then you'll see the the notification there saying such and such happened. But like I said, we have to we have to get there first to see it happen. Um, shout out to Simi. We will be definitely on it with the booking tonight. Uh, shout out to Jake, to the Max, Terry's boy, Anwar. Um, next year, Anwar, we're going to run into each other at Blurcon. <laughs> just look for the dude who looks like Andre Ayton. Huh? Just look for the guy who just looks, who looks like DeAndre Ayton. That could make me buy. 
No, and Wolf Starwin and DeAndre Ayton might be the same guy. It could be anybody. A lot of tall guys. They like to play the NBA. So. <laughs> okay. For individual travel. Um, shout out to our Spaces crew, Black Marvel, uh, Black Howard, Berlin. Uh, shout out to uh, Miss V, Miss Mademoiselle. Uh, shout out to DJ Julep. Um, check me out on um, Watch With You Pod. Um, the, episode, the second part of our Bridgerton discussion has dropped. Um, also get some cameos from other people from the CSBN family. Um, even someone is going to be doing the intro, so just check out for that. Uh, shout out to yeah, that's funny. Shout out to you know, you know, just doing want to do in life. Um, that's you know, working a job where you want to begin, going on vacations you want to go, finding love, things like that. Um, life is short, so we will make you happy. Those words of encouragement and wisdom from Mo to the under, from Mo to the underscore Reese. I really appreciate that, Mo. Once again, for joining me here on the Rawcast. You can find us on the web at cspn.us. You can also find us in your podcast queues. All you have to do is subscribe to the WrestleCast. You just search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Look for that logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. Hit that subscribe button, and the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. Uh, shout out to Miss J to the Max, who helped me record a new SmackDown Matters this week. Shout out to Miss Simi. Looking forward to talking to her in a couple of days. Um, shout out to Anwar Starwin, Terry's boy. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay, classic. Shout out to Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs. Thank you to Kotlet Wren and Black Marvel and Black Howling, our Twitter Spaces crew. Shout out to all the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast. We definitely appreciate all your support. Remember, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Become a patron. You can hear me and Miss Simi break down AEW Dynamite each and every week. You can also hear random conversations that we have before and after the podcast recordings. So check out the dark match from the WrestleCast over on Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. For my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. The odds on favorite, if you're a betting man, who are you betting on for SummerSlam in a last man standing match? Brock Lesnar. Why? Because Roman Reigns defined his greatness by athletically beating down, smashing the opposition, pinning them, making them tap out in athletic competition. But we, for 20 years, we defined Brock Lesnar's legacy by annihilating people, by putting them down for good, by taking them out of action, by breaking their necks, by conquering streaks, by ending careers. So if Brock Lesnar has to put Roman Reigns down for the 
Brock Lesnar is going to do. It doesn't matter to Brock Lesnar if he puts Roman Reigns down for 10 or if he's so violent he puts Roman Reigns down for 100. He doesn't care if he sends Roman Reigns to the hospital or if he sends Roman Reigns to the morgue. on something. We are approaching 700 days of Roman Reigns as the champion. And Brock Lesnar, this is one streak you will not conquer. Because I will have Roman Reigns ready for you at SummerSlam to put you down. If I have to train Roman Reigns 